Hey, this is Father Yuri Hladio. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's uh and Nikyla. Welcome to our family update. This is Cohen Great. <laughs> We're back for another episode of Swiss Family Hladio with Nikaila Taves and Father Yuri Hladio. Am I no longer your wife? <laughs> Did you just un unwife me? Sorry, Nikaila Hladio. You you, uh, you demoted me. Mm. Tell me a little bit about the decision to take on my last name because that's not necessarily a popular choice amongst the woke crowd nowadays. Is it? I don't know. I don't hear lots of conversation about taking a last name or not. Mm -hmm. I just I wanted to. I don't know. I thought why? Like why? Did you want to? I don't know. It felt like that's, I mean, A, for growing up, that's just what you do. Like it was basically unheard of for people to not take their husband's last name. They're like, I'm not the only daughter or I mean, I am the only daughter, but like I have brothers. So like the Taves name will continue. You know, it's not like I was like the last in a bloodline of Taves and like it was going to die with me. If it was going to die with me, I probably wouldn't have taken your really? name. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I'd like, and then our, I remember one story of our friend Emily Jackson, who I don't know if she's like legally hyphened her name or if she never took Duick. I think she's, I think she's hyphen Jackson Duick anyway. Um, but she was saying like in Quebec, I don't think they take, they change their name often. I think it's like one of the lesser common things. I don't know how real this story is. Someone fact check me. I could be very wrong. Um, but she would say that her like one, family member would like feel sad of like, Oh, everyone in their family has the same last name, but me. And like, so they felt a little, you know, out of place. Um, also how come kids always take the father's last name? Right. Yeah, like if, if yeah, I stayed yeah. in Kyla Taves, how come all of our kids would always be a Hladio? I, th I think because the societies that Western cultures come from are, are patra, patra, lineal, patrilineal. Is that the term patrilineal? I think what the, you're thinking of is patriarchy. Well, no. It's, <laughs> I think I'm a patrilineal. I, I'm sure you're thinking of a real word. I've never heard this word. No, no. There's diff different societies structure themselves differently, right? Mm -hmm. um, some societies, for example, I believe it's uh, some Samoan societies, and people can write in and correct me. <laughs> please, if you're from any of the Samoan islands. All of our Samoan <laughs> listeners. <laughs> please tell us what, if this is real or not. But, but I believe there are a few cultures out there uh, that you, when you come of age, you actually choose which mm -hmm. last name kind of you want to go with, right? Because mm -hmm. that's the famous football player for Pittsburgh Steelers, Troy Polamalu. Oof, what a his, guy. His mother's last name is Polamalu. Right, so and he, he chose took, her. He took her last name. Isn't it true in Jewish communities that like it comes from your mother's side or something? Is that a thing? Your Jewishness comes from your mother. Okay, but you don't take her last name. No, I I don't think so. Why didn't you take my last name? Also, last names are, in certain cultures, are very recent. Like, last That's names true. weren't a thing in Russia until, like, the 1700s or 1800s. Yeah. Right? Also, it's not like I made my life any easier going from Taves to Hladio. Like, I went from Toes to <laughs> people still can't. Hladio? Or, like, I could spell my name relatively easily when I was Taves. T U E W S. There was a. Now game. it's like H L A D. Sorry, H A L. No. <laughs> there was a game changer. I think it was Aunt Annie. So my father's youngest sister. Yeah. I think it was her who said, because I would always, we would always spell Hladio, H L A D I O. Uh -huh. and people would always get it wrong. H A L, right? Yeah. No, no, H L A. 
always get it wrong. Yeah. And she said, no, no, you don't do it three and three. You do it two, two and two. Mm. H-L-A-D-I-O. See, and God, that was a game changer for yeah, me. Yeah, but I do that and I still have people say H-A-L. You got to give a longer H-L-A-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Happy yeah. Valentine's Day, honey. Happy Valentine's Day. How, how many Valentine's Days has this been for us? This is our ninth. Okay. I, I'm i the kind of guy that would never even remember that it was Valentine's Day. I mean, I, it's not like I necessarily care about it. Yeah. Well, we got donuts today. We got donuts. That was amazing. So you care enough to get donuts. Oh, I mean, okay. I don't care about you and I celebrating it. I care enough that there's a day that like normalizes me eating four donuts. So I do that. So Valentine's Day is enabling your junk food addiction. Not my junk food addiction, my donut addiction. It's very, very specific. Got it. This is a day for donuts. Yeah. And based on the line wrapped around Donut Monster today, it was a day for donuts. Tell people, what? tell our listeners, what's Donut Monster? Okay, so Donut Monster is the the Hamilton Donut Hotspot other than Granddad's. I would say those are like the two granddads is actually a donut hotspot. Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. It's a classic. But These are two, like they're different styles, very of different styles. So I'll give, I'll give a picture of granddads. You can give a picture of donut monster. Perfect. Please continue. So granddads donuts is in Winnipeg's Winnipeg's in Hamilton's <laughs> North end, which is not like Winnipeg's North end. <laughs> two very different North ends. Um, uh, so ha- Hamilton's North end is like, very family oriented, but like old. And it's just, there's lots of character to it. The houses mm-hmm. are close together. It's mm-hmm. a community feel. Yeah. All the streets are 30 kilometers max. Oh yeah. Right. Like you do not drive. People have North End pride. Yeah. And then you have this little, it's in a little, a little strip mall kind of thing. Um, a granddad's donuts and the, the, the legend. Oh yeah. The legend is that when Tim Hortons first opened up, which was of course in Hamilton, mm-hmm. that's where they first opened up. Tim Hortons actually stole the granddad's recipes yeah. to make their donuts. So the, ori- the original Tim Hortons donut recipes are still alive. This is the legend. Yes. Still alive and well at granddad's donuts. So we're yeah. talking that old 50s style, you know, dip your donut in your coffee yeah. kind of donut you know place. What I, you know what I love that they have that I don't, you don't get it anywhere else is the, it's like the Boston cream-ish, but instead of like the, custard inside it's just whipped cream mm. like mm-hmm. those are good yeah but nobody does like, those almost like eclairs almost but eclairs also aren't whipped cream right they're not i don't think so mm. are they well they're still different anyways well our listeners please write to us and, uh, <laughs> text us call us and let us know about what does an eclair have whipped cream <laughs> Or custard. <laughs> this is what we need to know. Or some other ingredient. So then there is Donut, donut monster, monster, which is like the the current style of donuts. You know, like the big, like it costs three and a half dollars and it's the size of your face. And like it's a hefty, weighty, hearty donut with like a thick icing, you know, really unique flavor combinations. It's not like, you know... A sour cream glazed or honey cruller. Also, cruller or cruller. I hate cruller. I hate cruller. It's cruller. It's cruller. Listeners, write in. Like, cruller is just a gross word. The numbers on your screen. (laughs) Like, a honey cruller? No. Cruller. It's a. No, it's cruller. You just said it. It's it's cruller. Yes, everyone heard it here. It's cruller. I'm going to go in and edit myself. How dare you? No, I won't. It's It's too much work to do that. Anyways, I prefer saying cruller. 
I think cruller is a strange word. Anyways, so donut monster is not that style of donut. Like it's much more exciting. Um, so today for Valentine's Day, I pre-ordered a box of six because why have one donut each when you can have three donuts each? Also, then I get six different flavors and I have half of each one. So I can have the taste of six donuts without eating six donuts. So it was delicious. My favorite of the box was the toffee butter tart. That was really good. It was really good. And also a classic that they do all the time that I love is the sarsaparilla, Mm -hmm. which is root beer, Mm -hmm. but fancier. And it's phenomenal. Like a root beer donut, who would have thought? But it's so good. It's my favorite. I get it every time. You should tell the story of how you were upset with certain people the past two days. I am trying to think about who the, I was specifically upset at. The people we had to leave the condo. Oh, okay. Yeah. The um, So as you know, listeners, the condo has sold. And if you don't know, my parents who own this condo we live in, have lived in the past four years, have my parents have sold the condo and bought another one three blocks down. So we're moving to the three block down one. Right. In a couple of weeks. Anyway, so the new owners wanted to come do a walkthrough of their new place, which is fair. They're allowed to do that. They, you know, they need to measure walls, I think. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You want to see your new place. Will our stuff fit? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we have to like leave the house for an hour. So we have this all planned out for yesterday, which was Saturday. And also yesterday was like the snowstorm of the century. Yeah. Lots of snow. And we even had to like, we confirmed with Martinez, our, my, my brother-in-law, my husband, who's who's also also like the the real estate agent. And we're like, are they coming today? Like, it's disgusting. Just confirming, like we do have to leave for an hour. Like they are coming. Yeah. Cause, cause you know, in our hearts, we don't want to actually leave our condo. And where are we going to go? It's a snowstorm. It's a snowstorm. It's COVID lockdown. So mm. like we can't go like sit in a coffee shop. We can't go like grab a beer somewhere. We can't what, like, like we'd have to go sit in our car or yeah. something. And it's like so when we say it was the snowstorm of the century, I'm lying. But it was. It started it was a lot. It, it started snowing the day before at what time did it start snowing? Like six p.m. It kept going until nine p.m. So like over twenty four hours it never stopped snowing in that time. Like it was crazy. So, you know, we don't want to leave. It's cold. It's windy as all heck. And he's like, nope. Yeah. We confirmed like they're coming today. We're like, okay, fine. What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? So we end up going and sitting in the stairwell of the condo building. Yeah. We go up to the, like we bring a blanket, some pillows. Yeah. We go down. We go sit up at the, like at the top of the stairwell where it's like a wall of windows that would normally go out onto the roof. So we're like watching the snow swirling around the roof. There's like a full foot and a half of just snow built up like high up along the windows. And we're just sitting there listening to snow and reading books in a stairwell for an hour. And, you know, you give them a little buffer on either side just to, you know, you don't want to run into them. And all is good. We go back downstairs. Life is great. In the evening, Martinez texts us and says, so they didn't come. They got the day wrong. They said, yep, we want to come Saturday. They thought they were coming on Sunday. So we were sitting in a stairwell for nothing on the coziest day of the year to not go anywhere. We had to leave. And then, so then they thought they were booking for Sunday. So they're like, so they want to come Sunday. Can they do that? I'm like, so I have to leave again. So we do this time we go and we sit in Martinez's house and we're just like hanging out there, whatever. And 
he gets a text at 3.15 that now they have just left. 15 minutes after like they were supposed to already be gone. We, I mean, now I'm mad at myself. We should have just come home right at like 3.02. And catch them in the act. Exactly. It'd be like, excuse me, you booked it for an hour. This is my home. Please leave now. Yeah. Like You should just like walked in and like taken off your top. I, I basically should have. It's my home. I really, I should have done that. Just walk in, strip down, sit on the couch, yeah. turn on a raunchy movie. Yeah. Be like, why are you guys here? Yeah. What's the big deal, guys? It's Valentine's Day. Get out. <laughs> that would be so awkward. Don't just like come in, draw a bath. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny. It's, you know, it's time. I, I want to give you a final opportunity, though, before we fin- before we move on, because uh-huh. we're all, we're two and a half minutes after we normally do our family shout out. I'm so sorry. So are, is there any final uh, aspect of the story you'd like to share? <laughs> the final aspect is no one should ever sell your house because it sucks. Okay, moving on. We are entering our family shout out time. And one of our listeners has called in, written in, spoken in sent, to us sent a mail sent snail mail email uh, um uh, telegram started an online petition oh good one to be started a website to be shouted out and she also said you I should, can tell we, we people should tell people that she, <laughs> she really wants she a shout really, out she really really wants a shout out <sighs> and that person is my grandma it's, it's not my grandma it's not it's so we decided today to do a joint shout out. Yes. So we're both of us. So sorry, Grandma, you have to wait till next week for your shout out. You've been bumped. I want you to know that, Grandma, <laughs> that you were bumped. Okay, you were going to be my shout out today, but I was told no. And we're going to tell you exactly who you should blame. And for you can bumped. send her an email and start mm-hmm. a petition about her. Exactly. And that person is Tanya Pidlisny, mm, my mother, my mother-in-law. Tanya. Tanya. Uh. Tanya. 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 Tanya <laughs> Pidlisney. <laughs> Tanya Pidlisney. Hello, Tanya. You, this is my mother, my mama. You are being shouted out right now. Shouted out, called out? No, no shouted shout out. out. <laughs> I was going to say, good job. You didn't call it, a, so call it a call out. My mother doesn't like podcasts like this. No, she told us she doesn't like it. But she <laughs> but, still wants but, to but shout out. But she's still going to listen. And she wants a shout out. <laughs> but she doesn't like it. So we're going to give. She thinks we're annoying. This is your shout out. And I thought maybe we could share our first memories of my mother. I don't remember my first memories of my mother. My first memory of your mother is the first time I went, I came to Ontario. It was literally like the first time I met her. For Christmas? It was for Christmas. It was Ukraine in January. Christmas. Yeah. And I was afraid, obviously, because like meeting your boyfriend's mom is like that you've flown out to go see here is like, you know, intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I think you had kind of talked her up as being like an intimidating, pretty cold person <laughs> of like, like super hospitable, but like, doesn't, you know, I don't know, like doesn't go out of her way <laughs> to like make you feel comfortable. So like, I don't know. So I was expecting it to just be like a hi, but she gave me a hug and it was lovely. And so that was really great. And that was, so that's a good, you know, that's a good cl- first impression. <clears throat> this is a classic tactic of, lowering expectations right she's so not it's like, even gonna really acknowledge you if, Nikaila, you, if i built um, her up too much then maybe you would have been disappointed when you met her got it but i know i tore her down in your mind so that when yes. you met her you're like whoa this lady whoa, is really cool yuri's really rude about his mom she's actually great <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that's my first memory yeah i don't know the, if you for, have for a some weird memory. reason a memory that's coming to my mind is one night when i was probably grade two or three like i just threw up in the middle of the night 
That's gross. Like, like I did not feel sick before going to bed. I did not feel sick when I threw up, and I did not feel sick after I threw up. I, it was like one of those, you I don't know, what gotta, my young body was it. just like, hey, I'm gonna, we're going to throw up. We're done with this. And uh, I, I threw up, and she came and cleaned up my room. <laughs> That's all. I mean, those are those unsung mother moments, you know? Sorry. Your one memory that you're just thinking about <laughs> is the time that you vomited, and your mom just all cleaned it up. All over my bed. <laughs> It was kind of like take the four corners of the sheets and like put them together and gingerly carry it over to like <laughs> the funniest a big memory. sink. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think it's a good memory because oh, so man. many of so many of our the memories we share are always the memories of like the 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 important moments or anything like that. But I think mm-hmm. that mothers go unsung with all those little <laughs> cleaning up the barf moments. One time, I thought a glow stick made me throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was convinced for a few years that glow sticks. I think you're still convinced. Made me throw up (laughs) to paint the stage. So she cracks it open and drinks it. (laughs) So to paint the stage. And by the way, before I even finish the story, everyone will be like, "The Kyla, you're an idiot." Clearly, this is what it was. So it was Halloween. And I had gone out trick or treating. And you know, you're a kid and you have a glow stick and it's like attached to your zipper. Yeah. How old are you? Um. I'm going to say under 10. Okay. Based on the configuration of my bed, I remember it very clearly. I think yeah. I was under 10. Yeah, because that's the same position that my bed was in when my mom dropped boiling water on me. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other story. <laughs> so, I'm in bed and or I go... I go trick or treating and I have my um, glow stick and glow sticks are so cool. And I'm like, I want to go to bed with my glow stick. So I go to bed and I have my stuffed animal and I have my glow stick right beside me. And, you know, I'm sure what actually happened is that I ate a buttload of candy before I went to bed and that made me throw up. But my brain didn't put those two together. My brain said, I have thrown up in the night. I am sleeping with a glow stick. Glow sticks make you throw up. (laughs) Classic correlation does not equal causation. So, yeah, don't go to bed with a glow stick, people. Or try it and tell me if I was right. <laughs> was it the glow stick? Did you go to bed with a glow stick that night? I don't think I've ever gone to bed with a glow stick. <laughs> you haven't lived. I remember that night I threw up, though. I had Twizzlers the night before. So there was Twizzlers, and it was my... Uh, don't describe your barf to people on this podcast. Twizzlers. <laughs> Babe! What? Of all the things to do. But thank you, Mama, for cleaning up after me. That was really nice of her. Yeah. There was another time where I had a Spider-Man, like one of those temporary tattoo things. Like, uh-huh. it's, a little, it's basically like a little sticker you can scratch off your skin. and it'll just Everyone come, knows come what a temporary tattoo is, Yuri. Anyways, <laughs> I had a Spider-Man one and she made me scratch it off. Ouch. I'm not allowed to have tattoos. And then you married me. <laughs> Sorry. You're a tattoo on my heart, Nikaila. That was really dumb. It was really nice. I guess it's was that nice? I guess it's Valentine's it was nice. Day. It is know. Valentine's Day. Like for the day, I guess it makes What's sense. What's the nicest thing I've ever said to you? Uh, this isn't something nice that you said to me, but this is something mean that I said to you the other day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Let's draw the boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> the other night, as we were like falling asleep, it's nice and relaxing. <laughs> I don't know how why I did it, but I look at you and said, You will die tonight. <laughs> I was probably annoying you, but in a straight face, in monotone, you will die tonight. <laughs> I didn't sound that creepy. Just like, matter of fact. And then I promptly said, please don't actually die because then I'm going to feel bad. Yeah, you never know. But you did it. You made it through. Made it through for now. So that would be, I would say, the meanest thing I've said to you. Next segment. What's the nicest <laughs> thing you've said to me? 
No, what's the nicest thing I've said to you? I'm sure there's something. There's got to be something. We're, we're nice to each other all the time. I know. We're so outrageously nice. Like today, you were just brushing it off because we say it all the time. But I was like, Nikhil, just thank you for existing. You know, you were also you know, saying it really you, sarcastically. So no, but I wasn't. I was saying it for real. Oh, well, it didn't come across that way. Yeah. I just I mean, I was that... using scare quotes, but, you know, <laughs> that's how I emphasize things. Do you mean scrotation marks? <laughs> oh, Parks and Recreation. Oh, man. Um, it was nice for you to say that. And thank you for existing back at me so it is time to open the window here we go three two one Burn. Burn. <laughs> mm, things have gotten what? nice and breezy oh my gosh Alrighty, it's wild card wednesdays mm-hmm. what i had forgotten is a very memorable romantic movie that you have seen <laughs> and describe it to me wow that was, that's a doozy. Um, seeing as I am a 27-year-old girl, I have watched many um, ones that stand out. Serendipity, of which I haven't watched for years, and I kind of forget it. Serendipity is one of my favorite English words of all time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, should we watch it tonight? No, I said words, not movies. I know I'm saying, but like in the spirit of you like that word and I brought up the movie. Undecided. Okay, well... That's a good one. Um, a classic is P.S. I Love You. Mm-hmm. Let me th- let me think of movies that at one point have made me cry. Mm. Because it takes a lot mm-hmm. to make me cry. But P.S. I Love You does. It makes me cry. I think it's beautiful. One funny story. Um, so The Notebook. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. They die at the end, right? I did not know that. Really? I've never seen The Notebook. Well, well we could watch it tonight. It's a good one. Um, so... They die at the end and they like die in their old age, holding hands in their hospital bed. It's adorable, right? So one day in grade eight, me and my like five other girlfriends are like watching it. And this one girl just cries, freaking weeps, right? And for like an hour afterwards, we're like sitting in my kitchen having, a, I think, a glass of like chocolate milk and she's still crying. And we're like, Sarah, you need to give it up. Like we got it. They died. Move on. So then the the next day we're at school or like the next week, whatever it was, we're talking about it. And someone's like, man, like, it's so beautiful. You know how they die at the end together. And Sarah starts crying all over again. She says, what? They died? I thought they were sleeping. (laughs) And she had cried that much over people sleeping and just holding hands. So death really changed the whole scenario for her. Oh, I hope that pop came through. You know, maybe I've seen that movie. I just can't remember. Get it? Oh, because he loses his memory. So you actually have seen it then? No, I just know that it's about memory. And stuff oh, okay. Like well, um, so yeah. P.S. I Love You is a good one. Um, oh, I mean, we could just go through all of the Nicholas Sparks movies because Message in a Bottle, that would kill me. What's your favorite like, movie romance storyline? Like, who who's your favorite couple, so to speak? I don't know. I mean, I... Or TV shows. Like, who's the golden couple? I mean, currently, David and Patrick. From... Uh, from Shit's Creek. From that TV show. That you can't say the name of, even though it's not spelled shit. It's spelled shit. So, there's sure. a different difference in that. Um, they're currently the golden couple, but that's just because it's like the most recent thing we've watched. Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for Pride and Prejudice. Always have been, always will be. So, like, you know, Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy... That's a that's a great one. You can't really 
go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have you even like watched a romance movie? Yeah, from you know here and there. Okay, do you even know of any like? I saw Hitch. Is that romance? Yeah, it's a romantic comedy. It's a comedy. It's a romantic comedy. Everything you were talking about were romantic comedies. No. Yeah. No, the, the notebook, notebook that's is a not a comedy. Message <laughs> in a bottle is not a comedy. Yes, I love you. Comedy. It's not a comedy. It's like a romantic comedy. Ha <laughs> ha! They die at the end. No, <laughs> that's horrible. Also, I would just like everyone to know that in all of the movies I just said, they all end with death. Of course, they have to. Except for Pride and Prejudice. I really, they really definitely like, died eventually. I really like um, Big Fish. It's not a romance movie. It, it is like he, there's well, it's not a romance movie per se, but it is the, a central aspect of his life story is his romance with his wife. True. That's a central through line, and one of the beautiful moments is you know I'm going to spoil it for our listeners, but it's been out since 2004. So it's your fault if you haven't seen it he, now. He's being uh, uh, he's the he's a guy that tells the story of his life in tall tales, mm-hmm. and then he's dying in the hospital room with his son, and he asks his son to tell the story of how he dies. Right. Right. So the son. And then it shows it in, in movie form, yeah. right? In the imagination of the movie that movie forms can provide. And uh, it's like them escaping out of the whatever. And it's him going back to the river, going back to the water, right? And then right. becoming a fish and going out into the ocean. It's like the symbolic death. Yeah. And as he's going, he's like walking through like a bit of the forest towards the, towards the river, right? And there's like all his friends and everybody from his life and he's greeting them, right? On his way to basically go die. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I, I'm tearing up right now. Oh my gosh. Um, but no, it's always, it's, I love this moment in the I'm trying the to movie. look at your eyes to see the tears. No, there's no tearing up. I'm choking up right oh, now. Okay. I'm a, I'm a choke upper. You are a choke I'm upper. I'm not a tear upper. No. I'm a choke upper. Ugh, and, weird. and he, uh, and as, as he approaches the water, uh, there's only one person in the river up to her knees is his wife. Mm. Right. And she's the last person who sort of. Well, actually, the sun. I can hear it him. in your voice. I know, right? Ugh, I hate <laughs> I know. it. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. It's not a romance movie. No, but it's it's a beautiful moment. It right? is a beautiful moment. That the only one waiting, like, babe, already in I water. will be the one to carry you into a river. Mm. You're going first. <laughs> into the river or dying? I don't understand the difference. Um, no, it's an interesting topic. Who do you think would be better off after the other one dies? Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing is that you have told me that if I die first that you're not going to remarry. Yeah, I don't think I would. Which then makes me feel bad because I've said if you die, I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not even, you know, if I find the right man. Or, he's like, no, I will. I will. As soon as you die, Tinder profile. <laughs> I'll even let you uh, swipe right on my first person before you die. That could be your final final act to me. I believe this person is worth meeting once. This guy least. with no shirt in a selfie looks great for you, honey. Um, so like in my mind, I would do better off because I would move on. That's not, that's not so what I mean at all. Are you saying that you have to be romantically involved with somebody to have a fulfilling life? No, I just mean that like I won't be alone. Yeah, I don't think I'd be alone. I mean, you would also like I'm sure move to a monastery or something and just finish it out there. <laughs> just, just run out the clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'm 40, so well, let's see how long this takes. Uh, 40 years or so. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know which one of us would be better off. I like to think, I don't know. I don't know which one of us. This is a dark conversation. Huh, whatever. I think me, but also you. In Maybe. different I, ways. I have I, I I thrive really well with people around me. 
right? Mm-hmm. So having you around me, like like in the Orthodox wedding ceremony, the 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 wedding couple, it's it's called the community of marriage. Yeah. Right? Like the, the marriage couple is actually a community in and of itself, mm-hmm. right? And I thrive very well within strong communities. Yeah. So the fact that we have this community provides me with like a framework to run my life. Yeah. Right. So to to then have that, it would like just be super your death would be super disruptive. I'm so sorry. I didn't <laughs> no, mean to do but, that to but you. But it would be it would be a tectonic shift in how how I would live my life. Like I, I my life would not could not be lived in the same way, I don't think. I would hope not. Yeah. If just like every day was the exact same, just suddenly I wasn't there. You're still recording this podcast. You yeah. just don't have a guest host. <laughs> and here we are on episode five of the post Nikaila. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> T- today's topic will be which brand of bread is best to serve to the ducks at the park. <laughs> oh, no, that's so sad. That's the other thing is that like, you know, old men make me sad. So you can't be an old man alone. So you have to die first. Okay. Because I okay. think. I would be, I would do better as an old woman alone than you would do as an old man alone. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the, okay. So goodbye. (laughs) It's been nice. It's been really good. Well, we've got about a minute and a half left and uh, I just want to say that, you know, we, we gave a shout out to my mom today Mm -hmm. and actually one of the first things my mom told me when I told her that we were starting to record this podcast was that we should play a song. Yeah. She said we should do that. On air that we should play a song. So, Mama, we decided that for your special shout-out episode, we would play a song to take us to the end of the show. A song that is, you know, beautiful and romantic and about... I don't really think it's romantic. And and about death. It's beautiful, it's sad, and it's dark. Nikaila, why do you like this song? Because it's... Okay, so the song is entitled (laughs) Hang Me, Oh Hang Me. Okay. And the next line is, I'll be dead and gone. I'll be dead and gone. So, Nikaila, why do you like the song? Because we liked the song for years and years and years, and yeah. we only recently learned how to play it. Yeah, I don't know. Like the the, um, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a folk song. So like from the very beginning, it's nice and simple, and it's quaint. And so like the the lyrics with the quaintness of it, I really like together. Um, also, obviously, I think my voice sounds good singing it, which is always why I like a song. Um, so that's you know the vain reason. Yeah, it has a good range for you. It does. Um, I don't know. It's just like it's really, it's really beautiful. So um, when I would be putting Eliana to bed when I was uh, when Eliana was first Who's born, Eliana, she is our nibbling for our listeners. Yes, she's our little niece. She Nib- nibbling. She's our nibbling. Okay, is that what you said? Yes, nibbling. What did you think I said? Libbling. She's nibbling. <laughs> so for people who don't know what a nibbling is. A nibbling is the catch-all term for nieces and nephews. It's much faster to say yeah. instead of being like, I nibbling. was with my nieces and nephews. No, I was with my nibblings. Yeah. Anyways, so she is now three. But when she was first born, I would go over to their house probably every other week and like babysit her. Um, and so when I would put her to bed, they always said that she liked to be sung to. And so I would sing her hang me, Oh, hang me and fare thee. Well, <laughs> or there were the two songs <laughs> that I would sing to her. Yeah. Um, so just imagine rocking a cute little baby and saying that I will be dead and gone and just put the noose around my neck. The end. Yeah. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. It's just a, it's a song that's played in the movie Inside Lewin Davis. Mm, great. Right? So it's a Coen Brothers movie. And it's it's a very interesting movie because the character actually, like in a normal movie, a character goes through a character arc. Right. Right. A character goes from a place of 
yeah, everything's normal. Mm -hmm. Then there's an inciting incident. Something happens to the character. Yeah. And then the character has a maybe learn something or whatever, gets what they want, mm -hmm. and then learns a lesson from it. Right. Right? That's sort of the, the general plot yeah, usually. Of, a, of a main character. In this movie, you could start the movie at any point and the character, like the character doesn't develop. No, it's cyclical. Yes, it's cyclical. The yeah. movie can, you can start it anywhere and it will end in the same spot. Yeah. Right? Like at the end, no lessons have been learned. Yeah. Nothing has been gained. Yeah. No, no progress has been made in yeah. his life. It's, he's literally in the exact same spot. <laughs> Which is a very difficult thing to pull off in a movie. Yeah. Because we like that story arc. Thing. Yeah. But that's what this song sort of reminds me of is it has mm -hmm. a bit of that like, just life just continues. Yeah. When I was mean, the first, when was this song originally? I actually done? don't know the history of the song. So maybe I'm assuming it's like a 60s time. folk song. Maybe. That's where the movie is based in Greenwich Village in the, in New York city in the sixties. Yeah. So, and a lot of the other songs are from that time. So I'm just going to assume that that's what it is. But yeah. so no, I've just, I've always liked this song. I think it's really beautiful. I think it's, it's a very like haunting, quaint, mm -hmm. peaceful song. Mm -hmm. So we are going to play it for you. Okay, well, let's uh, let's start it up. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> hate me, oh, hate me, I'll be dead and gone. Hate me, oh, hate me, I'll be dead and gone. Would my So 